I knew you were trouble when I saw you, but I bought you anyway. I knew you were trouble when I flipped you, but I still made that money. Money for my trouble. This, this, this is the House Flipping HQ podcast. Hey, what's going on, my fellow flippers? Yes, that is right. We love trouble. We love problems because that is where we can capitalize and make the money. So this is going to be an especially quick podcast. I almost did not do an episode today, but I realized last week that Mark Moran forgot to put up the link to the uh, to where you can go sign up for the upcoming seminar at housewivinghq.com slash seminar. So because of that, I decided to go ahead and, and do an, a complete podcast here just to make sure I can get you that link. housewivinghq.com slash seminar. We are extending the promotion because we forgot to put that up in time and I got a bunch of emails from people wondering what the heck was going on. So if you go there, you can actually put in, we we already have an early bird discount on there, but you can put in the discount code FLIP to get an additional $100 off. So go reserve your seat now. Really looking forward to having you. We will be talking all about buying. If you are not buying the amount of houses you'd like to buy then that is the seminar that you want to be to. Speaking of buying a lot of houses, we had a record-breaking week last week. We put eight houses under contract. I was so excited. Six of those came from wholesalers, and two of them came from Kel, our internal acquisitions manager, and all of them are around 15% or higher on the return. So Really good. Really excited. I mean, if you are not buying houses right now, then you need to look at what you are doing and figure out why. Are you off on your ARVs, your after-repaired values? Are you off on your repair estimates? How about your closing and holding costs? Is there What is off in your business? How about your buying machine, your buying funnel? Do you have enough people out there looking for you? Are you doing the right strategies? If you're using those strategies, are you doing the items that is required to really cause you to maximize your potential in buying? I mean, I see it all the time. You'll have one person who's just not doing a couple of those key things, and it's the difference literally between making very high six to seven figures in this business and making nothing. So you really want to dial in, make sure you're on and all those numbers. Um, and anyway, hope we can see you guys at that seminar you can go to housewivinghq.com slash seminar to sign up and we will see you there. Okay, so I wanted to talk to you a little bit more just about things that are going on in my world. And you know, as you know, I'm continuing to grow and expand all the time, always looking for opportunities. And last week I mentioned you know, someone I talked to and we talked about the possibility of going national or even, I don't even think you need to go national. You can go to like five states or something and just literally do, you know, a thousand houses a year. And I just keep thinking, okay, why not? You know, I always tell people the first house is harder than the next 10. And then the next 10 are easier than the next 100. So now I'm doing, you know, 100 a year. And why can't I do 
a thousand. And you know, I go back and forth on this because, you know, even right after this, like we're going to Disneyland and we're at the beach yesterday. And part of me, sometimes I get uh, this lifestyle that I'm really enjoying and spending time with my family. And then I get too into the business mode and spend too much time there. And it's like, ah, I'm trying to get this right balance, but I love them both. So, um, you know, I really think I actually know that I could create a business that can flip 500 to a thousand houses a year. Uh, what I'm dealing with right now is what would be involved in doing that? Do I want to do that? Or do I just want to kind of grow into it? So few interesting conversations yesterday went surfing at Sano with a, a good friend of mine and that is San Nofre for those of you who don't maybe don't know the lingo and you know we just kept talking about you know he's a banker and he works with a lot of companies that he does you know the funds he helps them do their funds you know his bank gives them part of the down payment that they need for their part of anyway it's kind of complicated but these guys are literally you know, doing funds that are hundreds of millions of dollars. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. I don't need that much. I'd be good with, you know, 20 million, 30 million, uh, a fund that big. And he's to him, that fund is like peanuts. So he's just talking to me and saying, yeah, we should get together and figure out how we can do this fund. So I'm like, okay, you got the fund, you get the capital raised, which I'm not saying is easy. There's many different ways to go about that. We could do several episodes just on funds and raising capital. But that's kind of some conversation I have going on. And then I'm like, okay, we can research what states have the best margins. You know, I'm very familiar with trustee cells. We could focus on trustee cells. We could do listings. We could work with agents. We could do direct mail. We could do online marketing. We could do uh, all kinds of marketing. There's all kinds of different things we can go about it. And then we set up our, our rehab teams in, in each area. So um, it's just amazing, you know, all the different, possibilities that are out there. You know, I, I hope I'm not causing any of you to like glaze over and you're working on your first deal and you're like, whoa, this is overwhelming. Don't let it be. Look at this as, wow, you know, this guy wants to do thousand homes or more a year. I can do this. You know, I can do that one. And then over time you can grow into a, a, a larger business. You know, so this podcast is all about, that's what I'm all about is creating a business, not just a job or if you're like me and you're crazy and you like to get to a point where you don't have to work that much because you have a streamlined business, you can go and create more opportunities, which is, you know, always fun. So anyway, I mean, I'll, I'll keep you guys going, you know, on that, but on, on kind of another note, but similar note, I just got done listening to the book built to sell. It's a great book. I want to tell you to go read it, but I'm very actually careful on what I tell you guys to go read and listen to because I'm all about taking action. I know there's a lot of you out there right now who know what you need to do. You really do. And you just need to put it down in writing and go do it. Implementation is is really key. So however, I'll give you the Cliff Notes version of this book. So you don't necessarily need to go and read it if you don't want to. So it's about this guy who had this business and he, he was kind of sick of the business. There were some problems going on. He wasn't getting the cash flow he wanted. So he went to a good friend of his who was an expert on selling businesses. And he said, hey, I want to sell my business. And the guy said, oh, fantastic. That's great. Let, you know, Tell me about it. And he told him about it. And he said, you know what? You can't sell your business. It's worth nothing. No one is going to pay anything for your business. Because your business cannot operate right now without you. So... The entire book was all about him creating these systems 
and not only systems, but really narrowing his focus on what he was really good at and um, creating this business that would eventually be sellable, that he would be able to sell. Now, the point is not necessarily just to create a business that you can sell, uh, that you will sell, but to create a business that you could if you want to and to more than anything, create a business that can operate without you or without you being in every single part of the business. Now, as you know, I've always believed and I have created a house of a business that can operate without me. I've never really thought you could actually sell a house flipping business just because there's so much involved, so many moving parts. Um, the market's always moving. I don't know. I just had all these things. I think, I don't know. It's like I have these concerns and doubts that I've had, just like everyone out there I'm sure has. And I thought, no, not doable. But when I got done listening to this, I thought, you know what? I bet you can. I really, really think you could. Now, I am not to the point where I think I could even sell my business. Um, I'm sure I could for something, but not maximize what I could sell it for. But it just got me thinking, like, wow, like, I bet I could literally create a business within a year that could be sellable. And I thought, what would that look like? You know, I'd have to hire more Kales or I'd have to systematize it a little bit more, uh, more people out there finding deals. The marketing would have to be more streamlined and structured, it would have to be more complete with our, our operation manuals. Um, it would be a little tricky if we were just focused on certain relationships with agents. I think it would have to be more focused on on marketing. Um, anyway, th- there were a lot of little things that I came up with. I have to, have to show month to month the you know, the income that was brought in and how, and maybe would have to focus on wholesale. I don't know. But I realized, wow, like I could really do this. Um, and I don't know, it's just really cool thought. It's just really cool. And not so much to sell the business once again, um, just to be able to create a business when you have that mindset, that focus of creating a business that could be sold. It just helps you think, okay, like I don't need to be involved here. How can I take myself out? How can I grow exceedingly uh, larger than I am right now. Now, some of the things that this guy did was he actually had to give up some of the current business he had so that he would have better and more business in the future. And this was so hard for him at first. He's like, how can I do this? You know, the cash flow isn't that great. And you want me to give up my number one client. And his friend and advisor told him, you know, this is what you need to do to to do better. And, and I think that is so true. I think one of our biggest problems in life is we see what we think is opportunity in front of us and we're not willing to let that go for something that could be much better. And, you know, a small example, this isn't a big example, but a small example would be Analyzing every single deal that you get from every single wholesaler, even though you're 99% sure you're not going to buy any of them, just with that one chance that you never know, you know what? Forget about that. You know, I call it the 80 20 rule. I would much rather focus on things that are going to be much better use of my time. Am I going to give up something? Sometimes, yes, absolutely. But I believe if I can get a lot more by giving up this, then that's okay. I'm totally okay with doing that. So like I said, another key point here was a focus, focusing on specializing versus doing a ton of things. At the beginning, he was running this full service um, company 
And he eventually started to focus only on logos and he became the best in his industry at logos. So the same is with your house flipping business. I see so many people trying to do a hundred things at a time. And you know what? While it's actually really good to focus on doing, uh, on testing out a lot of things, you really eventually want to become really good at a couple things, one or two things. And, uh, you know, and Jack of all traits is a master of none. So, um, not only should you be focusing in your overall business, I have people all the time telling me I need to be better at creative financing. I need to do more rental properties. I should be buying notes. I should be, uh, buying houses in this way and this way. It's like, you know what? Like they might be right. That might be a great strategy, but I need to really focus on only a few things and be really good at those things. And then I can expand from there as time and uh, bandwidth permits. So you really want to have as narrow as a focus as you can, but yet make sure you're still being successful, if that makes sense. And I talked about change as well. So people might get confused. Oh, you tell me to focus, but you tell me to change. Yes, I want you to focus on what is working the best. In this book, he was doing a lot of things and he focused on what he was best at, what his company was best at. And that really helped him take things to another level in that specialty. So like I mentioned, I mean, he turned down a, a lot of work, um, which allowed him to get to another level. I think the power of the word no just might be the most valuable word in your business. I mean, don't get me wrong. You got to say yes to the right things like buying the right houses, but saying no to taking on additional, not even just in your house and business, but just additional things in general. There's so many times people call us and we're bombarded daily with different things that need to get done. But I'm not saying you shouldn't be helping people and doing things. That's really important too. But if you don't have yourself and your business as a priority, you know, when you're your own boss, you have to answer to yourself, right? Uh, but if that is not your priority and your focus, then you will very easily get distracted by a million other things and you'll never really progress in your business. So you need to be able to say no to like 90% of the things that come your way because it's a huge distraction from what you're trying to focus on. And the more you're able to say no in the long run, the more you will be able to say yes to the things that you want to do and you want to take into your life. So do everything with purpose. Um, nothing should be by accident. Um, you know, do things with intent, have a plan, have systems, have that focus. Um, and you'll be much more successful. So now once this guy was able to figure out kind of a scalable uh, system, it was incredible what he was then able to do. He was able to charge, he knew he could charge $10,000 for a logo. Now this might sound expensive to most of you, but he had a very refined process for doing this logo and he'd do it for these big companies that was, you know, made them a lot of money. So they wanted to do it right. Now, what he did was he then went out and hired salespeople. And he said, okay, it's cost me this much for the salesperson. If they reach out to this many people, this is how many uh, you know, meetings they'll get. And then from there, this is how many new clients we will get. And he was able to run the numbers and say, okay, it's gonna cost me this much and I'm gonna make this much, okay? He ran it, this is how you run a business, okay? He nailed it, then scaled it, as you say. And after he's able to do it with one person, he could do it with two people. Then he could do it with three and four and, and continue to build uh, as as big as he wanted to. Um, 
So same idea, guys, in, in house flipping. You know, treat your business like a business. I know we're all in different places. If you're just starting out, learning the fundamentals, that's one thing. You want to grow as you can. But if you already have a house flipping business, don't be afraid to focus on one thing and then build it from there. You know, I'm, I'm looking at Kel right now, for example, and I know I'm getting to the point. It takes a little time at first to, to measure that. I know about what we spend with him and I know what it makes us or what it should make us based on the, uh, you know, the future projections of, of the, uh, the money we'll make from the deals that he's buying. And then I'm able to run those same numbers and say, okay, should I hire a couple more people like that? Or should I maybe move Kale up to, you know, a, more of a management level uh, or the closer and have people helping him uh, take those calls and stuff like that? So once you're able to do that, you can literally take that and just really scale it. And then speaking once again on the national level and creating the fund, I mean, I, I could take the same model. I could create a operations manual out of it with all the main things that people do when they call. Well, first of all, who you're sending the mail to. Uh, we have one person over sending all that. And then what they say when they call, how you handle those objections, uh, how you go about closing the deal, right? And then you could literally, I mean, I could go out there and if I have a fund and have the capital I need to ramp up the marketing and we could do, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars of marketing a month, have several people working for us. And I mean, really take things on a whole new level. If I know that every dollar I spend, I'm able to make six, seven, eight, nine times that amount of money. So, um, it's kind of the same idea. It really is. So I know a lot of times I hear from people, oh, I don't have the money for marketing. I don't have, you know what? The money is there. Yes. Does it take money? The money is there. It's a matter of how are you going to go about finding that money for that marketing? Um, you know, or are you going to, you know, if you're just starting out, maybe you work with someone in a different level at first until you get to the point where you're able to do this business. And then over time you can continue to grow. So I recognize I'm speaking to people all across different um, walks. <laughs> you're, all, you're all in different areas. If you're just getting started, yes, you still have the fundamentals. You should get some education. You should honestly join my Fail Fast Flipping program, failfastflipping.com. Shameless plug, but I'm very proud of it, so that's okay. Um, and you got to invest in yourself. Learn those fundamentals, and then you can really scale your business over time once you understand those things. you got to understand the basics first. You know, this guy owned his business for several years, really before he went to want to sell it and then he realized um you know what he's good at and then he was able to really scale from there so uh keep those things in mind but just always keep your eye on the bigger picture don't feel like you have to get rich overnight this is a real business i see so many people that get into this business i think it's from the hype or the tv shows or the gurus out there that they think they should they get disappointed that they're not making money or a ton of money after a few months like forget it. Like it doesn't work like that. You know, it took me seven months to close my first deal. Um, it's a real business. You, you need to learn some things. You don't need to go to school for four to eight to 12 years, but you do need to take it seriously. You've got to learn some things. You've got to learn some basic fundamentals and then you outsource what you can. You grow little by little. Um, and then you literally can create an incredible business out of it. So in this book, um, I also recall him talking about the importance of not being personally involved 
with every single transaction and every logo, you know, got to the point where he had this sales team and these managers that they knew the clients much better than he did. So it wasn't like the client was calling him and wanting him and working with him. In fact, many of them didn't even know or care that he existed. And that's kind of how I've you know built my business. I intentionally will have Vanessa or Kel work with certain people and I don't get involved. I tell them if, if I need to talk to them, I talk to them and I let them do it. And once again, I'm giving up maybe something right now for something greater in the future. A lot of times we think, oh, I'm going to get in there and solve this problem. You don't really, you're probably cutting their legs out from under them, making it worse, making it to where you once again have a job instead of a business. So it's important that you find people that you can empower and allow them to uh, have that personal relationship with those people. And I tell you what, once you do that, it will change everything in your business. So anyway, guys, I know that was kind of all over the place, but I hope there is a lot of good nuggets out of there. I mean, really, this is all about creating a business. You know, that's my main focus. That's what I want you guys to strive for, whether you are to that point where you're ready to do that now or in the future. That is where the focus needs to be. Don't just do this business to create a job for yourself. Create a real business. I mean, that's the difference between when I was making um, you know, very little in my housekeeping business to be able to pay the bills and get by to literally having the financial freedom that I never even dreamed about. I guess I did dream about, but um, didn't realize I would have this quickly. So get out there, focus on creating the business, uh, focus on taking the action, learn the fundamentals. Once again, just a reminder, go to housewinghq.com slash seminar to join us on October 25th. We will be going over all the different ways that we buy houses. I'll be bringing in many guests who are buying a ton of houses in this market as well. The best way to learn how to do this business is from people who are currently doing it. So the relationships you will make will be huge. The things you learn will be amazing. And I hope to see you there. I will be sending you eight hours of video content on deal analyzation because we won't have time to go over all of that while we're there. We'll answer any questions while we're there but I want us to all be on the same page. So it's basically like two seminars for the price of, um, you know, like not even one seminar, the price of like half a seminar. Mark thinks I'm crazy for the price that I'm offering this for, but you know, I just want, I want to get as many of you there as we can. And to me, those relationships are huge and I sincerely want to help you and see you grow in your business. It probably will never be this inexpensive again, or we won't give these kind of discounts again. Um, but for this first one, you know, for me, it's the first one getting going, it's coming up quick and I just want to make it a no brainer for you to be able to attend. So go to housewinghq.com slash seminar, put in the promo code flip and you will get an additional discount off of the already discount. So price will be going up. I need to know how many people are going to be there as soon as possible so we can know which rooms to book and how to plan accordingly. All right, guys, that is all for today. We are now coming to an end of another Housekeeping HQ podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate all the support and incredible feedback you guys have been giving. Um, it's been a really fun journey so far. I made a lot of good connections. Been you know even one of the houses that we just bought last week was from one of the uh, members of my mastermind group, the Fell Fast Flipping Program, and um, it's pretty cool. Now it's pretty cool that I'm I'm doing business with some of you guys now, and just a lot of amazing things have have come from this journey. So. 
I uh, actually went to a networking meeting earlier this week with my good friend Holly McCann and saw her new beautiful home and had a networking meeting. And there was somebody there who listens to the podcast and they told me that they listen to it every day while they're in the shower. And I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> they, they have speakers up in the shower. And so, they, yeah, they're hearing me sing in the shower. But anyway, kind of cool. I really appreciate all the support. You guys are awesome. Uh, get out there, take some action, make some things happen, buy some houses, and we will see you on the flip side. Bye-bye. This has been the House Flipping HQ podcast. Your, your ultimate house flipping resource for intelligent real estate investing and financial freedom. Check out amazing tutorials, blogs, how-tos, and other inspiring podcasts with house flipping experts at houseflippinghq.com. Houseflippinghq.com.